From certain depth, this is Yet, a podcast where I learn to make great audio stories. I am Casey Bartlett. Tyler is one of those people. Good at everything, and also kind, encouraging, and fun. I sometimes look at those people and think, did you have to be funny too? I caught up with Tyler while he was staining some barn-style sliding doors that were to be installed in a beautiful apartment that used to be a dungy garage. Here he is describing how he thinks other people saw him in high school. I think probably people would say that I was friendly. Um, They probably would say that I was good at most things that I did. Being roommates with Tyler in college was fascinating. He bought a ukulele once, just because, and within a few weeks could play and sing any tune a random house guest requested. He joined pottery class, pottery one for people with no experience. The final grade was based on completing six objects. Tyler came home at the end of the semester with an entire set of bowls and cups that looked like they came straight from pottery barn. As a student in the School of Engineering, he far outshined his classmates in the social status they desired and in the grades they needed. Tyler came back to our apartment one day with a blank canvas the size of one of our walls. His experience in visual art? You know, I've, I've done well drawing, and so the next step is... is uh, <laughs> so the next step is to try and paint something, I guess. Can I, can I paint something? Mm-hmm. Let's try it. So you hadn't painted before? I mean, as a kid, you know, watercolor paints. Less than a month later, a friend came over. She sees the nearly finished artwork, a half-abstract, half-impressionist work of Tyler and his girlfriend with sharp lines and distinct shapes of perfectly flowing colors. She had the same reaction I had had all month. Are you kidding me? You're excellent at this, too? His fun-loving attitude, intelligence, athletic ability, musical ability, long curly hair, bright smile, six-foot-three frame, sense of humor, made him a minor celebrity on our small campus. And Tyler didn't stop after college. He spent one summer working in construction, then bought a house and completely remodeled the entire thing himself. I walked through the house with him and his wife before they bought it. The strong urine smell and horrendous layout repulsed me. I didn't see what Tyler saw. I just saw a bunch of things to be fixed, you know? If I opened this, like, you would feel so much more open, and the flow would feel so much more natural, and, you know, if I just take out the carpets, like, the smell is probably going to go away, and, uh, you know, if I, if I just fix the, the cracks in these walls, like, it's not going to look so old and dilapidated, and... Um, oh man, if I just repair that flooring in the in the bathroom, you know, like, oh, that's that's an easy fix. Like this will this will look like a, a decent bathroom. A year later, the house looked like a Pinterest board, and a 3D printer had an impassioned love affair. He did the same thing with a gutted tiny house, then three apartments on his in-laws' property. The last of which he was completing when we spoke. Sports. School, music, visual art, construction, contracting, interior design, Tyler excels at all of it. And on top of that, he's a genuinely kind and fun person. Tyler 
is one of those people. But Tyler doesn't see it that way. In fact, he has pretty strong emotions when that gets brought up. It honestly makes me a little sick. There's a certain like loss of relationship that goes with that with certain people. Meaning, if you're good at something, if you're better than somebody else at something, like they're gonna view you as a threat. Not everybody, but but you know, especially in high school, there was there was that. So that's something that you actually experienced. Yeah, it, 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 if you could put it in like a tone of voice, it would be this: Ah, oh, Tyler, you're good at everything. Nobody says something like that in a positive way. You know, when they're saying that, they're not. It's not indicating like I can't wait to have a relationship with you. You know, oh, it's, it's yeah. It's, damn it, I you know I have some I have some resentment towards you. Even if it's said in a joking and funny way, it's a. Uh, they're not happy for you that you're good at. Right. They're not. Yeah. They're not happy about that. It's not a good thing. The good thing is the beautiful struggle of learning something new. Obviously, it's not so frustrating that I that I give up, nor is it so joyful and and easy that I that I just keep doing it all the time you know there there's a sense of this is frustrating but like I'm slowly figuring it out and that's fun and that's rewarding and being done is obviously a huge reward too the pain of the thing for whatever reason was always was often a indication of like hey you are getting better at something the difference between Tyler and me is that he pushes through those moments of suffering. The roadblocks on the path towards proficiency don't deter him. Tyler is slow to give up. There's a certain obsession with completing something in me, with solving problems. And he's always been this way. I was probably in second grade. I remember spinning an hour or more trying to figure out how this table the the breadboard ends popped up and how they supported themselves and like observing the mechanics of that that was just who I was you know I was a kid that I'd, I'd be as happy digging a hole as playing in it you know I wanted to be making to create to be creating to be problem-solving and that was just that was just my my nature and and I wouldn't be surprised if that because that nature like I spent more time dribbling between, you're trying to figure out how to dribble through, between my legs. So like, am I better than this person who can't? Or did I just like play differently? Did I learn differently? I don't know what it's like for the rest of those people, but I'm not sure Tyler is one of those people anymore. Yes, he is good at most things. And some things he is good at right away. Just like most of us. What we can all learn from Tyler is the thing educators are focused on teaching children these days. It's called the growth mindset. Essentially, it is nourishing a mindset or an outlook on life that views growth and improvement as the inevitable result of trying new things and practicing. The opposite, a fixed mindset, says that I am already as good at something as I am going to be. So when something is hard, it just means I'm not smart enough to do it. You can imagine an elementary school student learning long division for the first time declaring, I can't do this. I don't know how. That is a fixed mindset. Educators are trying to instill a growth mindset that allows for the possibility of improvement 
over time. A phrase that comes up a lot when talking to educators about this is the power of yet. Instead of saying, I can't do this, you just add one more word to it. I can't do this yet. I don't understand this yet. Here's Tyler again talking about his mental approach to a brand new problem. I mean, in my mind, it's just, well, it's just a matter of time before the answer is solved. Probably a lot of people could be as what maybe some would call talented as me or as good as me at all these different things, but they just don't do it. And because I've spent a whole lifetime getting decent at lots of things, it's not like like somehow my carpentry skills, I'm convinced, plays into my basketball skills and my basketball skills plays into my carpentry skills. Like I, I think there, there's actually overlap. Did you hear the subtextual yet in his thought process? That's what sets those people apart from the rest of us. So strap in for a bumpy ride. Because I'm not good at making audio stories. Yet. <laughs> <laughs>